When it comes to mouthwash and toothpaste, so for most people, they don't have the option of simply going and buying a product with an OU on it, with a good hashkach on it, because your typical companies, your Procter & Gamble products, do not have hashkach on it. And the only products that have hashkach are either coming from Eretz Yisrael or they're made, you know, private label, special run, but doesn't have the same quality. And people, I think most people would just buy it with hashkacha if it was the same quality. And the question is, is there any reason uh, to assume that one needs to buy with hashkacha or can one simply use the typical Scope and Listerine and Colgate products? So there are two different angles to this question. There's the halachic angle, and that is, do do uh, does halacha consider toothpaste or mouthwash edible? Is that considered eating by using these products? That's the halacha question. Then there's the question of kashras. And practically, is there any real concern that these products contain any non-kosher ingredients? So let's see this one at a time. From a halachic perspective, there's definitely what to debate all year round and on Pesach. Are these things considered edible? Is the act of using toothpaste or mouthwash, is that considered eating? And therefore, um, there's what to debate on it. And one could ask the Rav. Many Rabbanim hold there's no issue all year round. Maybe on Pesach we should be machmer. While other Rabbanim say, no, there's no issue whatsoever. And to the extreme, you have Rabbanim who say that one must be concerned for for chametz, for non-kosher, all year round, and they should only use products that have ashkacha, or you find out that the uh, sensitive ingredients are free of any kashras or chametz issues. Now, going to the practical side of it, in the United States, so some of the uh, toothpaste and mouthwash will have glycerin, could be a red flag ingredient. There could be flavors. When it comes to Pesach, there's the concern of sorbitol and or alcohol being used in, in, in the ingredients. So from the, from the standpoint of glycerin, if it's made in the United States, one can assume, based on Rive, that the glycerin is not coming from trafe sources and that would not be an issue. So all year round, there's really no issue when it comes to flavors. Once again, the sophisticated flavors that would that would come from animal would not be used in the pharmaceutical world. And even though the flavors might have been made on non-kosher equipment, that wouldn't uh, say that the food or the toothpaste or mouthwash is non-kosher. And therefore, one does not have to be concerned all year round. When it comes to Pesach, we have those two other ingredients, the sorbitol and the alcohol. Additionally, flavors are... On, on, as far as chametz goes, there is a, a greater chance that a flavor would come from chametz than a flavor coming from treif, from animal. But there there still is this assumption, we would call it based on rive, that in the pharmaceutical world, they're not using product coming from wheat. They're using the cheapest uh, alcohol, the cheapest flavors, which typically would come, you know, be corn-based and not be imported from Europe that would have the chashash that it comes from wheat. So, if you take these two together, that first of all, it's debatable in halacha if this is even an issue at all. And even if it is an issue, that these products require hashkacha, in all likelihood, the products do not contain any serious uh, chance of having chametz, and therefore halachically, there's definitely what to rely on. So, again, this is based on, this is a psak. So, if someone has a rub, they should speak to their rub and ask them, given the fact that if the product is coming from the United States, there's a, there's a very small chance of it containing chametz, and we're dealing with with toothpaste. We're not dealing with uh, soda. We're dealing with toothpaste. So 
who's to say that it's food anyways? And therefore, many Rabbanim would say that they could use the toothpaste or mouthwash without hashkacha. Let's say a person decides, you know what, I'm going to look at a list. I look at a list. I look at one of these uh, lists. So the truth is most of the lists are not very, very helpful because when you ask the company, does this product contain, you know, wheat, barley, spelt, oats, or rye? And they say, no, no, it just contains sorbitol. Now, sorbitol is is made from a, you know, a whole process. And they're not looking back at the original starch that was turned into glucose that was finally manufactured into sorbitol. So it's not very helpful. And the truth is you're not gaining anything. That uh, list is just telling you that the company doesn't know that there's any obvious wheat. So we're saying anyways, from a halachic perspective, there will be no concern that the products made in the United States have chametz, and therefore, if someone wants to be mekel, uh after speaking with their rav, there's definitely a what to rely on in the world of halacha, in the world of kashras, and the United States products would, would therefore be recommended. With that being said, most kashras agencies are uncomfortable uh, you know, publicizing lists of or or, or psaq, something that's dependent on psaq, where there's different ways of viewing it. Most casual agencies will say we're not getting involved. You should ask your rav. That's the stance of the OU. That's the stance of the CRC. And therefore, I'm just giving you the background information that you could speak to your rav, and you could get a psaq of what to do, how to proceed when purchasing toothpaste and mouthwash on Pesach.